Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Committee Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. Congratulations, I think, are in order. Hoya Saxa tonight Woo! in basketball. Georgetown breaks their their big East losing streak that lasted since 2021, I believe. Regular season in 2021, yeah. God, 28 yes. game. The, the last game they won in the Big East was the Big East tournament title. <laughs> Incredible. College Amazing. sports are so good. It's so beautiful. Why they, does anybody watch anything else? Right. Why would you why would you ever? Georgetown beats DePaul. The DePaul Blue Devils? Is that it? Demons. Blue demons. Blue demons. Blue demons. Blue demons. My apologies. And therefore closes the Big East circle. Yes. Before I introduce everyone, anyone else, I also want to say that I apologize to the main Black Bears. They won on Saturday, and I did not close their circle on that day because we were recording the podcast. I didn't realize it till today. So my apologies, Maine Black Bears and the America East Conference that includes our beloved Retrievers, and there's some great Danes in there. There are some great mascots in that conference. Big, big apologies to the New Balance organization. Yes. <laughs> the New Balance organization and that, that one uh, really sexy calendar shot of that, yes, of that main offensive lineman with his, be- with his beautiful body. God, mm-hmm. <laughs> makes me happy. So I'm Jordan, as always, and with me tonight, we have a bevy of folks. We've got Commissioner, we've got a Canadian friend, Joestra, yep. Beth, Pit Howdy. Girl, and Andrew. Uh, let's see with Andrew. How are you feeling tonight? How are you doing? I'm good. I have three college basketball games going on at once, if you're wondering uh, how a sicko watches games. Um, excited for Georgetown. Uh, not excited for Ohio State losing, but, you know, it is what it is. And uh, I think Syracuse is losing, so it's a great day. There you go. Pit girl, how are you? I'm good. It is always a good day when Syracuse basketball loses. <laughs> Beth? Um, spot the one true phrase here. I'm rested, I'm ready, and I'm under a cat. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say gotcha. rested is not true, but you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I just I just assume that she's a musician, so I assume she's never rested. Never rested. Always never ready rest. and always under a cat. Joster, how are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, I caught the end of the uh, basketball game right as I woke up from a nap, so I am in the perfect frame of mind to record today. Kamish, how are you, sir? Good. Um, we got we got rain in San Antonio. I'm I'm excited. I I finally got to go outside and say we we really needed this rain. <laughs> Your lawn must be thriving. I don't I don't know, uh, <laughs> but it's the first time it's rained since like Thanksgiving week. Yeah, you so guys have been in a rain like in a rain bubble. It's been awful. We're in like a rain bubble forever. So it rained today. Uh, the folks in like Houston and, and Louisiana are having to avoid tornadoes. We didn't get any of that here, but hopefully everybody's safe out there. My kiddo wanted me to make some gumbo for dinner, and I was like, "All right, gumbo." Um, yeah. And so I made the gumbo, and then I, I I was I was a little too antsy to eat the gumbo, so I burned my tongue. Oh no! <laughs> so man uh, down, I, I, man down. <laughs> it's it's got that weird sandpapery burn tongue feeling. So I'm I'm podcasting, you know, I'm, I'm podcasting hurt, not injured. I'm, I'm still gonna fight through the burn tongue from the gumbo. Love it. This is why. Game. This is why you're the commissioner. This is why you you push through these things. My water bottle was out in my car this evening, and so I went outside in shorts and barefoot because that's how I roll usually. Uh, it's snowing out. <laughs> nice. That's and my car is parked the across the street. Shorts. Yeah, that's the time for shorts and barefoot. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see nothing wrong with this. I have done this myself. The Canadian contingent approves. Like, I'm going to do this tomorrow. I, I can't do conversions, but I, I apparently was supposed to get 10 centimeters of snow tonight. Well, so. what is that? What is that centimeter? I just said I can't do conversions. That's like, is that like two feet? That's like four inches. No, no, it is like, approximately like two and a half feet. centimeters to an inch. Is that a yeah. decameter? I don't know. Fucking. Just, like, <laughs> what's that in miles? Yeah, hold up. Yeah. How many yards? How many, yeah, this, far, how many farthings is that? This is how I do imperial measurements. I go over there. I I can't I can't do imperial measurements. I apologize. I would like this measured in fathoms, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how many light years of snow is that? Astronomical light units. Well, yeah, light years is using a distance, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Sure. yeah okay. light years is a distance. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a light year of snow. I think that's what Buffalo gets, but... <laughs> I want to ask you guys a question. We're going to start with some fun trivia. I went to my computer tonight to start closing things out to do this podcast. And I closed a couple windows. Then I went to my Chrome, my Chrome set of windows. I want you guys to guess not how many tabs I have. Cause that actually is a no, because I'm afraid to actually click on some of these to reopen <laughs> those tabs. Cause they'll all reload. How many windows of Chrome do you think I have open tonight? Too many. Are we going close to the going over? Price is right rules? Yeah, prices right, price right rules. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm trying to think of the most I've ever had open at one time. Uh, I'm going to go eight. 47. Hopefully over. <laughs> Morgan looks like someone is walking across her grave. I am deeply, deeply disturbed right now. Uh, seven? Andrew, how many How many Chrome windows do I have open? I was going to say eight, but I'll say nine. Okay. So, so Chrome windows are tabs. Chrome windows. Inside the windows. So like Chrome separate windows. Chrome separate windows, windows. Oh, yeah. with yeah, yeah, like yeah. tabs inside the thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, they all have tabs open. Okay. They have multiple okay. tabs. So how many Chrome would... Okay. One question I need to know is, are you like a, a stacker of your your tabs? I mean, so we like, know are that you like, situation, so... Are we talking about like... So you have like the Chrome thing open, but on like the bottom, is yeah. it like separated or is it just like just stacked on top of each other oh, they're stacked on top of each other okay so <laughs> this is oh boy all right i'm just gonna go really high i'm gonna say 19 okay uh commish wins it's 24 what i can't imagine chrome sucks so much ram it does <laughs> and this is okay. hey, hey, he's the so, one that is controlling our podcast so if it fails this is I'm, I'm gonna send you I'm gonna send you guys a picture of I think this is the window with the most the the, the window with the most number of tabs I have oh, this this oh my give me crippling anxiety oh my god it's oh like too many I, I will say I this isn't super unfamiliar to me because my partner has a chrome like this but it's only one window it's not 24 windows what you know, I, that's that's the what's one of them some of them are single some of them are multiple. I don't know if there's a good way to like actually see how many tabs I have open full stop. Oh, I can click on that button. There's a big scroll list. Oh, I have to scroll a lot, guys. <laughs> Does your computer have more RAM, more RAM than the entire city of Los Angeles? Is that it what's going on it. here? But it's all necessary. And the best part is when I close my computer to restart it and it comes back and it goes, Chrome been shutting down correctly. Do you want to restore all your tabs? I always go, yeah, restore all of them. <laughs> restore all. <laughs> So uh, it just really so awesome. I'll be just back comes, in twenty minutes. It just loads them all again. That's I how can't I live, guys. How long that would take for me. This is the life I live. And with that, Alabama no longer has an offensive or a defensive coordinator. <laughs> They're optional. This is the first time they've been in that situation in quite a while. Usually they lose one, but not both. I mm. think. Yeah. 
Bill O'Brien is going to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And I forget his name went to Ole Miss. Pete Golding. Pete yeah. Golding, thank you. Yes. On a private plane from Tuscaloosa to Oxford. You think they went on a private plane to Foxborough? Oh, Bill O'Brien? Yeah. I mean, Robert Kraft has his own like Patriots jet, so definitely That's he went cool. to go pick up Bill. Well, I was going to say, is that maybe Bill Belichick says, no, we need to tough him up. We're sending him in on coach. <laughs> Send him the, the New coach Mexico on State coach. Play. I like that. Yeah. Put the New Mexico State plate in. <laughs> I mean, Belichick has a little bit of the um, home for wayward boys thing going in the NFL. So I'm wondering if this is like a joint custody arrangement. Like they had to meet at a Burger King parking lot at three o'clock <laughs> two days before Christmas and like switch. You just it's exactly say, halfway between. Yeah. You just had to say Burger King, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That that Daft Punk Whopper 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 remix yes. was yeah. awesome. It was, it was fucking great. great. It was, it was great. great. Did I share I have, my conspiracy theory? I have theory not heard this thing yet. Oh, uh, wait, wait. I'll find the link and send it to you. Okay. What was All your right, conspiracy theory? So my theory on the Burger King commercials is that they're they're bad on purpose, and they're leading to a Super Bowl commercial where the Burger King King breaks into the recording booth and whips ass. That that's that's my conspiracy theory. My my capitalist brain conspiracy theory. We asked for people to suggest <laughs> offensive coordinators. Or it's like wrong, wrong answers only. Wrong answers only. And oh man, did we get some wrong answers? I think we made Brian Ferentz trend on Twitter. <laughs> I think we did. I think we totally did. Yeah, I'm, totally. I'm like 90 percent sure that was the reason. That, that was it. Because I, I I'm I'm looking at the tweet right now. He said like wrong answers only, which Brian Ferentz was the the most common answer. I, I would say. I I'm trying to figure out how many replies we got to this. So hold on. It was it was over 735 right now. Jesus. I, yes. I think when I clicked on the trending topic, it was like 90% replies to us, and then 10% Patriots fans making the same joke, but on a different tw- Twitter thread about their openings. <laughs> I think my favorite was the answer that I gave, because clearly I'm the funniest. My answer was the uh, Ask a Coach Lee Corso from 2009 option. <laughs> Just keep hitting Ask Coach. They better bring that back, by the way. If it can't be Lee Corso, who's gonna? Who could it be? You don't want to ask McAfee because he'll tell you to run a weird fake punt. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> ask Kirby. No, I don't want that either. Who, yeah, you don't who want does, Kirk. Who can EA Sports get? Is what I want to know. Ask. Who do I want to ask? I would say Mike Leach, RIP. But it's not Mike Leach. It would be ask Mike Leach what to do. Four verts. Mm-hmm. Four verts every single time. Did you yeah. get running match? That's all I want sometimes. Four birds and well, mesh, run mesh, run mesh. I wish you would just say ask Kirk, and then we can pretend it's Kirk Ferentz. <laughs> <laughs> ask Kirk, two yard run, two yard, two yard run. run up the center. Hey, tight ends open. End. Tight ends open. What about ask Jim? Which wait, which Jim? Jim Harbaugh. Oh, oh I like that. You I think that on third and goal from the seven. Yeah, I think that's special. the perfect. Uh, crossroad there of possible and also very funny. I think that one's good too. Ask Bobby. Hey, I think you should. Why don't you run up the middle? Oh, okay. Oh, hey. oh. Is that Is good? That I like that. Like I'm that? a little. I'm more disturbed by this version of Petrino voice than I am by the OG version of Petrino voice, and that is okay, genuinely that was... impressive. I, was... I, I, I want see. To, ask ask I want Bobby to is just. In. Ask Bobby is just. Have you considered recruiting Mike Vick or Lamar Jackson? 
I don't, we'll, we can talk about this another time, but I don't know that there's anyone that's gotten more mileage out of just a couple of good players than Bobby Petrino. Gene Chizik. Gene Chizik. Uh, who was the guy that coached Tim Tebow that made a career out of it? Oh. Oh, the quarterback coach. Yeah. Uh, I forget his name, but I know oh. what you're talking about. Oh. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. I love a supposed quarterback whisperer. Yeah. We're, when is the next time we're going to see a, uh, see a nose tackle whisperer hired as head coach? Vance Wolf. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know that Alabama has an answer for an offensive coordinator soon, but I assume that Nick's made the phone calls. I assume that Nick is doing his thing. I don't actually know who's in his school for wayward boys at the moment that he could even call up. I don't know if there's any, any offensive minds there. Like there used to be. So What's Tom sure. Herman doing? That was he's, the name that I got. Oh. Yeah. Lane Kiffin. We- Mama's calling. <laughs> Can we verify that the Alabama private plane isn't on its way to Thailand? <laughs> I, I'm trying to imagine the amount of money you'd have to drop at my feet to get me off a lounge chair in Phuket. I don't know that that, especially if I knew that I could stay there for a year. I don't know that there's enough money to get me out of that lounge chair. They also haven't updated their website yet. So Bill O'Brien and Pete Golding are still up. Oh, ah. Very funny. The best, custody. the best part about the Alabama <laughs> website for all of their coaches is if you look at all the analysts, they have one phone number and no emails listed. And I'm pretty sure if you called that number, it would go to a secretary who said that none of them existed. Like, <laughs> like they're not allowed to talk. I'm like, it's, a, it's, such a, it's such a beautiful program. Just kidding. Okay. okay. Who was, who was Tim Tebow's offensive coordinator? Nobody can remember. His no, quarterback remember. coach. No. They made a career no. out of it. No. Nobody. I'll okay. find it. Uh, I can't remember it. Dan Mullen. Oh, oh. yep. Yep. That, uh, yeah. Okay. Mandolin. <laughs> hey, they Where can is... call up Dan. OC, he's doing nothing. Yeah, what, what's Coming he doing you know, right now? You know what? That's not that's not the no, worst no. thing. I don't know that that Nick would be able like like okay, Nick nicked out with Lane and he hated it. I don't know if Dan is more annoying to Nick than Lane would be, but it's close. I was looking at the 2008 uh, Gators coaching staff, and then I was like, it was like head coach, assistant head coach. I was like, oh god, who's the assistant head coach? Steve Adazio. Yeah. <laughs> dudes. Guys being dudes. I love going back to old, like really big teams and seeing the ones, because everyone gets like the big job after that. And you go like, oh, this guy, you know, uh, a, was it a high tide raises all boats. And some yeah. of those boats should not have been raised. There's a great sure. one from Iowa in like the nineties that had Hayden Fry as the head coach, Kirk Ferentz. Here it is. Bill Schneider. So Hayden Fry was the head coach. Uh, Kirk Kirk Ferentz was on staff. Bill Schneider was on staff. Uh, Bob Stutz was on staff. There we go. Yeah, like there's some crazy old ones like that. Mm-hmm. That might be another. That might be another good like Substack thing for off season is going through a coaching like going through some of those big coaching staffs and like realizing that all these guys were together at some point. 1983 Iowa. 1983 Iowa. That, oh, that was a very good year. I have I have a corn whiskey from an 83 Iowa corn whiskey. That's <laughs> another. Bit of hiring news. Syracuse is hiring one of our former or favorite Rutgers assistants, Nunzio. Nunzio Campanile. This is, is where I wish come... we had the uh, had had the video going because we're all doing the hand gesture. <laughs> <laughs> all doing the pinching gesture. Hey. Waving Italian hey. flags in the background. Wait, everybody do it. I'll take a screenshot. The, the, the best is the quote, he brings strong New Jersey ties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Sure does. Yeah, he does. 
He has What's he has three strong New Jersey ties. One is red, one is white, and one is green. <laughs> <laughs> rotates them on a weekday. I assume he just comes dressed up like like a waiter at a like a semi nice Italian restaurant all the time. Mm-hmm. I just I love the fact that like he kept that name because today I found out that Paul uh, that Paul Creston, who is a very well known composer of specifically saxophone but largely classical music, mm-hmm. his real name was Giuseppe Guttovecchio, and I'm so they mad. They changed it. Called Paul Creston. It's like hi, my name's Paul. Like I hate it so much. Like you had the best name. Ugh, this is so deeply angry. disappointing to learn that anyone would ever change their name from that. Mm-hmm. It's the best name. God bless you, Nunzio. Nunzio, sorry. Nunzio. I'm gonna look up. To I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna just gonna look up images of New Jersey ties. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what they look like. Ooh, there's strong this New Jersey ties. Uh, I, I want to also drop a picture of Nunzio in chat. Nunzio is super Nunzio. Well, that's a strong New Jersey tie. That is a very strong New Jersey tie. I found I was looking for uh, Nunzio photos, and I found a really, really bad one. It's Ash looking like he has to take a poop. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a crush-ass jump scare in the chat. <laughs> I don't know why I double-posted Nunzio, but yeah, Nunzio's looking hella Nunzio. We, we, why, why have one Zio when you can have two Zio? Two Zio, exactly right. Nunzio Campanelli in this picture, he looks like the uh, the bouncer at a club that the Jersey Shore crew get kicked out of. Mm-hmm. He looks like he washed. He, he looks like he just watched somebody wash off their pasta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta save the water. What are you throwing? Oh yeah! Whoa! You tossed the water. And then the other interesting hire is Georgia Tech hired someone. Is it? It's not it's Geep. No, it's Jeep. But I, I wanted to be Jeep. Geep so badly. It's Jeep Wade. It's 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 Jeep, which stands, which is just GP spelled out. Jeep, okay. From what I've been told, which is where the Jeep, like the original, the vehicle, that is also where that derives from. Ultimately, pillow. Yeah, his actual name is Gideon Pillow Wade the Fourth. Ah, yes, the inventor of the pillow. (laughs) I thought that guy was on Fox News, but. That's just his. Just his. That's just his pillow. <laughs> yeah. So, so commission as a fellow for, as a fellow fourth. That's right. Do, do you do you do you feel proud to see more fourths make it in this world? Seriously, I mean, I and we're rolling in fourths right now. So it, it is the fourth time to shine. We got Stetson Bennett, national champion, the fourth. Now we have Jeep, the fourth. Jeep. <laughs> it's Jeep. <laughs> I have, I Are we going to do the, the gif gif thing on yes. his name? It, <laughs> Jeep Geep. It just occurred to me that since he's Gideon Pillow Wade the Fourth, does that mean he comes from a line of Jeeps? Mm-hmm. Does. A long like, line is of his Jeeps. Daddy Jeep? I would. Daddy Daddy Jeep is one of the most <laughs> off-putting sets of words I've said in a long time. I can't describe why. I can't begin to describe why. I, I went into the Cars universe in my head, so you know. <laughs> granddaddy jeep out there in radiator springs but it's <laughs> my kiddo just watched that movie so that's a little bit different uh, we're back to one of our favorite segments what is nebraska doing <laughs> i need to put a little like jingle in there for what is nebraska doing nebraska has added demetrius bell to their uh, to their roster they're up to 17 wide receivers who are on scholarship or have been on scholarship while at the school eight are new yeah. to the program 
gotta catch them all. <laughs> okay, that's 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 right. But this is like a this is like a like an ice type challenge run though. Okay, this is not playing Pokemon correctly. So I was trying to figure out the percentage of roster that Nebraska has currently, which I know I have to get some down. There's an 85 scholarship limit, and so technically, they have 17 out of the 85 on the on the roster now. Now it's not finalized or anything like that. They're gonna have to make some moves and and whatever, but. You know, 17 out of the 85 scholarship people are wide receivers. That is 20% of Nebraska scholarships are being taken up by wide receivers. See, I would argue you're playing Pokemon correctly because yes. you need to get as many as possible just so the RNG will eventually give you a perfect shiny. This is just how this goes. If you want a Shundo, you're going to have to stack wide receivers. That's just how this goes. <laughs> Nebraska looking for a shiny wide receiver. I, yep. I like it. If you want, If you want those perfect EVs... Yeah, IVs. You got to make sure. I have this mental image of Matt Roll just like walking in circles, trying to hatch wide receiver <laughs> eggs. And just walking in the tall grass. Yeah, just just trying to breed wide receivers to the daycare. Here, I've got two wide receivers. Make them fuck. <laughs> finally, gets no, no finally one else. No one else does that Pokemon when they go to the daycare. I just, well, I just look not, at... Do you not just get a ditto for that? Like, no, I don't no, know. I. I, like I, what's what's going on in Pokemon? Pokemon. I've never you, you played drop, Pokemon. You, you, what's going on games? in Nebraska? You can, you can <laughs> drop off two Pokemon what? into daycare, and they'll level up. But if you come back sometimes, sometimes the old dude will be like, "Well, they made an egg." Mm-hmm. So now, when Pokemon? I want that egg, I well, look at them and I look at that man, old man, and I go, "I want you to make these Pokemon fuck." It's like it's, half daycare, what? half uh, MMA gym for your Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Although in Scarlet and Violet, you take them out on a picnic instead, and then sometimes they make eggs. Oh, you make sandwiches. That's right. I've seen that. Mm -hmm. I gotta get Scarlet and Violet. It's very fun. I would recommend it. So I'm a Pokemon Go player, and for me, the most horrifying thing that Nebraska is about to do is what happens when they find their shiny, perfect um, IVs wide receiver, which is where they're going to take all the other ones, and they're going to grind them up and make them into sausage to feed to their perfect boy so he grows up big and strong. Yeah. And Runza, come on. I like I like this. The idea that they're gonna take these other wide receivers for parts. Watching the, watching the giving Kamish tree. take in Pokemon lore for the first time is a fascinating <laughs> image. His face is so good. I'm like, I'm I am just utterly this, confused what, right now. What is this cockfighting like animals having sex game you guys are playing? What's going yes. on? It's for kids. It's for kids. Yeah, okay. I catch them all. The only thing I can think of is that Matt Rule wants to run the Cowboys' last play over and over again. I was going to say that, yeah. That's the only thing I can think of, where he saw them line up to what I assume was play rugby and was like, that's the future of man ball right there. Throw one forward pass and then just lateral all day. I went back and watched that again, and watching watching Zeke get leveled just makes me so sad. That, like, he that, just wasn't ready for it. That could be his last play as a Cowboy. I know it's awful. I feel so bad. Hey, but I, I'm gonna give Zeke uh, all the props. It was a great snap. It was right on target. Oh yeah. I mean, he got the ball there. Some some centers, you know, struggle with the shotgun snap. Zeke, I mean, right on target. So okay, but honestly, maybe need to bulk I, up a little bit. I've been watching so much 1936 Northwestern football in the last three days, guys, and I've <laughs> seen those guys snap it from the three point stance, shotgun snap from three point stance. They were built differently back in 36. If I built differently, I mean, I think full of lead. <laughs> <laughs> full of lead. 
Is this the is this the equivalent of make, trying to build the whole plane out of what the black box is made out of? Yeah, it's the it's the well. There's your problem thing. You got to make it more rigid. Yes, it needs to be more rigid. That's Nebraska's problem has definitely been not not enough rigidity. That's been Nebraska's problem. Yeah, I'm so excited to see this against Colorado in week two. We call our offense the neutron star. <laughs> so so dense. It's so dense. What is the TV punching epidemic? So I'm 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 gonna be old man yells at cloud here at this. Go for point. it! I'm excited. So after like a playoff game, and somebody's team loses on like a last play or if it's close or whatever, there's always these viral videos on like Instagram or Twitter or whatever of one of the fans of the team that lost, and they punch a TV, and they break the TV, and then these videos they go viral, and I'm like. I, I'm tired of the TV punching. I'm I'm old man. Like, okay, we need to stop with this TV punching. These TVs are uh, one. They're very easy to break. All right, <laughs> all right. And then so they're special. cheap. As, they're cheap as fuck. All right, mm-hmm. they are so fucking cheap right now. You could buy like something from Best Buy for like seventy nine dollars, and and just basically do this. If my team loses, I'm gonna get some likes and retweets uh, out of this. And just gonna punch this TV, and and then everybody will co-tweet and make fun of me punching the TV, but I'll, I'll get a whole bunch of new followers out out of punching a TV. I don't know. I'm tired of the trend. I just like just I, I'm not down for the angry punching of TVs anymore. I, I want to bring back the giant tube TVs, or the the huge like TVs that are just like floor mounted. They're just yeah. like giant boxes, and, and where you can't break them. Or if you do, it costs you like $7,000 to replace them. And, and then you have to pay like movers to even get it out of your room because it's so heavy and you need like a dolly or whatever. So uh, I just wanted to go off on a little bit of a rant. I am just, I don't want to see it anymore. Like it doesn't entertain me anymore. And it's its its not really like funny. It's just, yeah, it's kind of sad. Is, is this where we need to start uh, putting up like awareness posters? It was like save the TVs 2023. <laughs> Stop, stop fighting TV. yeah like st- stop fighting tiny flimsy tvs fight your fireplace fight something that can fight back <laughs> i mean if you're gonna do something stupid regarding your nfl team do what that one um eagles fan did the last time they uh won the super bowl and just like run alongside of a septa train and then run smack into a pillar that's I mean, more I like we can, we can learn a lot from eagles fans in this regard because there was also the one eagles fan who punched a punch a horse cop and then immediately mm-hmm. got owned mm-hmm. yep Yep. So there's a lot we can learn from Eagles fans, and that is going to be clipped, and that's, that's going to oh, make Jesus you look Christ. very silly later. That is a that is a hell of a statement. It's a strong statement. There's I, a, there's a lot. I I'm with I'm with Beth. Like, don't punch your TV. Take a header into the fireplace. Show you really mean it after the loss. I think the idea that you should have to punch a TV that will give you some fight back is important. Because <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking of some of those old CRTs. Those like, capacitors. Like you hit that in the wrong spot and it will send you next door. <laughs> yes. Gonna, like those gonna... like like the, the old projection screens, they were a little weak. You could probably get your fist through them. But yeah, those old it's... CRTs, those dense things. Have you no... ever have you ever moved the old projection ones? Because I, I had one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was my family's first quote unquote nice thing. That like that bottom unit if where the where the lamps actually are, mm-hmm. you punch that thing and you're gonna need like a whole new arm. Yep. I remember um, one of my first major injuries as a child. I was like four years old and we had one of those huge projection TVs. I think it was like 
Zenith brand or whatever. Nice. And uh, I remember I fell into that TV and the TV yeah. uh, beat my ass, to be frankly. And <laughs> you fell in. It just pushed you, rejected you. Just pushed yeah. you back out. And uh, that was like, I think I had to go to the hospital and get my head stapled shut. Like that's how, that's how bad that TV beat my ass. Yeah. Said, so you think you're a tough kid? Look, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> we need to advocate for TVs to just when someone tries to attack it, like Kamish is so angry about, they just go, ow! And then maybe... <laughs> we just, we need tougher TVs. Our TVs are too flimsy and it's ruining this generation. That's, That's the right. problem. That's it. Again, we thought it was participation yeah. trophies. These TVs are too weak. You need to toughen <laughs> Make- up the kids to learn how to take their anger out different ways. They don't have TVs more rigid. We don't have enough right. le- electronics that fight back anymore. We don't have toasters that'll just fucking shock you for no reason. <laughs> or shit that just gets so hot, for like curling irons that'll brand you. I, I think this is, the, uh, this is the market opening for air fryers right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go. They fry the air in your apartment, yeah. That's right, you <laughs> yeah, should. If, yeah, they still run, but if you leave it slightly open, it just bakes you. <laughs> You should punch the TV on your fridge with the Pac-12 network, all right? Just do that. Like somewhere right now, Ralph Nader is looking around wildly trying to figure out who's walked over his grave. Unsafe on any channel. Is Ralph Nader dead? No. No. Okay, I was like, he already has his grave. He just (laughs) just goes out there. I didn't didn't think so. (laughs) Uh, One final weird story about a piece of appliance that is fighting back. My in-laws have a microwave that... If you use it while you're on a cell while you're on a cell phone or the portable phone nearby, it creates interference, and that worries me. Yeah, that's oh, because that, my... that means it's probably leaking radiation. It seems defective. Yeah. So in my at my old place, uh, we we had a our kitchen was right next to like our our home office, and uh, my partner used to play competitive Overwatch like at a semi proish level. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't microwave anything while they were playing because it would screw up with the it would screw with the internet. Okay. <laughs> so we end up trashing that microwave because we're like, well, that can't be healthy. Yeah, it, it feels like if microwaves cause uh, interference with things, that there might be things leaking out of that microwave that I would. There was I a, might need to foil over some body parts. There was a microwave that we, we had a microwave in the house, and then a, and then it would interfere, interfere with our Wi-Fi. So it was like we ran the microwave, our Wi-Fi would cut out. We're like, uh. Do we need a new router or a new microwave? We got both. We we okay. never could figure it out. We got both. <laughs> well, did anybody else see the thing today where evidently the Pac-12 like thought they were getting underpaid, screwed up, and turns it it turns out they actually owe Comcast money because I definitely <laughs> saw that go by on Twitter today. I didn't see that. I mean, God, uh, I, I remember the so Larry bad, Scott man. thing. The Larry Scott thing where like some Pac-12 officials like allegedly took fifty million dollars. So I don't know uh, if that's, yeah. that's what it is. Okay. Pac, the Pac-12 from Outkick the Coverage, it's loading right now. Pac-12 Conference owes, uh, or yeah, from Outkick.com. Pac-12 Conference owes Comcast $50 million due to their own incompetence. Uh, according to the San Jose Mercury News, Pac-12 owes one of its TV partners from their last broadcast rights deal. They did an audit in 2017, uncovered that one of the partners had been overpaying the conference. God. And the overpayments continued until last year. <laughs> We're just going to move you down into loading dock B. They're so <laughs> fucking bad at this. They're so fucking bad at this. How hard is it to lose money on football in America? They're real good at it. 
from what I understand from the USFL, very easy, actually. I don't even think we've managed to lose money in football. Yeah, no, we're, we're st- I think we're still running at zero. We're, co- we're, we're, we have, we're, we're a carbon offset. Hey, Kamish, idea, Sicko's carbon offsets. <laughs> okay. Can we just like tell them they have carbon offsets and like not that's, that's what a carbon offset is? Yeah, that's no check us. Oliver we taught me this. Super promised to plant some trees. Yeah, somewhere. Someone uh, will plant a tree somewhere. Uh huh. You're exactly right. I can you, always you just plant trees. the same tree over and over again. Mm-hmm. It counts. Okay. Hey, Kamish, does ULM have an athletic director yet? No. They don't Are you sure? Question. They've been they telling don't. us that they've been, tell- they've been parading someone around. So this. <laughs> okay. So ULM's athletic director stepped down. Uh, before the football season, I believe it was August 22nd of last year. And they named an interim a week later. And their search said that they were going to have a national search for the next athletic director. And they hope to have a formal hire by January 2023. So we are in January 2023, currently recording on January 24th. And ULM still does not have an athletic director. So, Kamish, how'd your interview go? Uh, I'm still waiting to hear back. So, uh, I don't know. They, they may not like the fact that I, I failed operations management three times. So, uh, oh damn gosh. you, Professor fourth, Clinton. Fourth, time, fourth time's a charm, baby. This mother... Oh, God, if I, I hear another word about a widget again, I'm going to go insane. But, uh, no, but it's just... It was just one thing that... He was not a great teacher... <laughs> it was just so frustrating. So the third, the third time I got through, and it was always at the worst fucking time. Everyone, Fuck baby, they no, won. Right. So, yes, yeah. If anybody at ULM knows, like, <laughs> I'm just gonna laugh, and they listen to this shit. But like, oh god, I, Jesus this Christ, like man! People that are gonna be listening to this fury. Right. No, I'm just like, oh man, I hated this class so damn much. But I'm sure every college has that one class that just like. Yeah. Every well, major like, has that. Every major, every has, that major has that one. That was my fucking stupid ass class for that. So, mm-hmm. um, back to ULM, the athletic director. They they still don't have an athletic director. I saw something on their uh, social media, and that was I believe it was today that I saw, and they stated that ULM was going to host an open forum for an athletic director candidate. They were going to bring a candidate for athletic director to the seventh floor of the ULM library. And so he could take questions from faculty, staff, student, and the greater Monroe community to, to meet this gentleman, which I found very odd to do this. This doesn't seem right. Do they normally do this with like other athletic directors? I don't know. The the search is how they go, but this seems very weird. Not the dating. Only- not only does this seem weird on that front, why the seventh floor of the library also? That feels like it, some, like, we're going to do some weird magic back here, too, while we're at it's, it. Yeah. It's the top of the, the library. The library has seven floors, and it's the top. It's in the terrace, so apparently ah. the, the fancy part. So you can get a, a glorious view of the oh, skyline really, of Monroe, It's a really Louisiana. pretty library. Yes, it, it, they, they put it on everything, by the way. It's really pretty. This is just ULM's version of the Tower of London, and you will not convince me otherwise. So, so, is. Is, so by the terrace, is this like, so it has like a ledge to the outside? I, I don't think that they have doors and there's like balconies up there. Right, yeah. So, like, yeah, so I was going to say like, 
is this the sort of thing where they're gonna show him to the uh, to the guests, and if they all give the thumbs up, he's the athletic director, and if they all give the thumbs down, they're gonna throw him off the terrace. I like this. We're gonna we'll, we'll lift him. You up know, honestly, that terrace, the terrace, the terrace goes. The terrace goes. It, it's right overhanging the the bayou, bayou de Seard, so they could oh God. literally throw him in the bayou if they wanted to. <laughs> God, Louisiana is so wonderful. <laughs> that be the bayou that runs right through campus. But oh, yeah, so, ab- commission. I can't believe you've been keeping this place a secret. You could absolutely host a bowl game in there. Definitely, mm-hmm. there'd be a Monroe bowl game for sure. Um, really, not too many great hotels uh, in Monroe. You do have that 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 Holiday Inn, like. They have a Holiday Inn right off of like I twenty, that that's like nineteen seventies style, like with the atrium in the middle. It's a, ho- a holodome, it's, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a holodome thing. It's ridiculous. It's so, it's like the best hotel they have, and it is so dated, but it's still pretty awesome. It won't cost too much for us to move the New Mexico Bowl or something there, right? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. You know, we could have it in Malone Stadium. I don't. I don't know what type of venue with with open end zones, but who knows. Um, I'm so putting they, this on the spreadsheet for next year. Done. <laughs> Plans. Do it. Plans. Yeah. Please to Plans. present the New Mexico New Mexico Bowl now in Monroe, new, Louisiana, for reasons. The new, the new Monroe Bowl. Oh, uh, just one thing about the ULM, like the oh, candidate yeah. that was doing this. Uh, he's the former athletic director for Utah State and for Troy. So he resigned from Utah State, which I thought it, it seemed like he was trying to go to be Auburn's athletic director. Uh, or Mississippi State's athletic director, and uh, those both got filled. So now it's like, you, you want to come to this weird library thing okay. in Monroe? We've all <laughs> been there, Alabama, Mississippi, and now he's in Louisiana. It's perfect. You, get, you know, you 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 ask your first choice out to the prom. She says no. <laughs> you ask second choice out, no. Third choice, hey, you know what? I'm still going to prom. This, I'm still this still works. Prom. I'm not too familiar with the academics of these institutions, but is this a student's like road? Did they apply to Auburn, didn't get in, applied to Ole Miss, didn't get in, but got into ULM? I don't. ULM does not have too high of academic standards. I'll say that. I'm going to say probably about the same as Mississippi State, because if I remember correctly, Mississippi State's academics are like. Like it was. So it was Auburn and then Mississippi State and then now ULM. That, That seems like a logistic thing that you would apply for. You would shoot for Auburn academic wise fall back to either Mississippi State or ULM. I, I think Mississippi State would have better standards uh, academically than ULM, I think. Uh, and then, yeah, ULM uh, would be like your safety school. So it's interesting that we've got an, an athletic director with a safety school. Mm-hmm. Safety school. ULM. <laughs> it happens. Okay. You know what? It, it happens. But he's just a candidate. They haven't hired him yet as of this podcast. Even he's though they're already, introduced, they're already introducing him to mom and dad. They're already taking him to family events. They're already... Yeah, he's going to meet with various groups and students and athletics. But I'm like, oh, okay, this is like a weird interview. Like, is it like, hey, he's he's got the job as long as he doesn't blow it here? <laughs> that feels. Yeah, and if mom doesn't like him, he's thrown in the bayou. Mm-hmm. That's right. Throw him in the bayou. Get him on a kayak with Terry Bowden. Hey, guys, they're widening the tunnel in Michigan. Yeah, yeah they are. They're, gonna t- they're taking out 45 seats. Now, they're going to replace them with standing room only. So the capacity has not changed. Every article oh. I've read about this has been extremely clear that the capacity will not change. So no one fucking worry. They're still going to yeah. have the biggest house. They're going to get phone calls anyway. I know. <laughs> 
But like every article is like, do not worry about this, please. They reached out to season ticket holders impacted in order to find them to comparable relocated seats. I can't imagine trying to call a Michigan, a Michigan ticket hold, season ticket holder and being like, hey, your seats aren't going to exist anymore. The war dads are angry. Because, the, oh my God. Especially because right, right, are close meeting. The, right close to the field like that. Those are got to be generational tickets. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Especially close, yeah. To the tu- especially close to the tunnel. Me too. Oh yeah. 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 That's like, I've, we've been sitting here since, oh my God. They're, oh no. <laughs> I live in the stadium. Like yeah, we, I, I would, I want you to imagine the opener for this phone call, which is going to go something like, do you have no sense of history? And then it's going to go <laughs> off the rails. God, it sounds like my real job. Yikes. My, my great grandfather had these I've tickets. I've been a season ticket holder for 56 years. How dare you do this to me? My great grandpa built these seats. So they're removing 45. Oh. They're removing 45 seats because kids can't play nice in the hallway. My my grandmother stitched the M on the M Go Blue banner. My dad was born in these seats. <laughs> I was hey, conceived here, and now you're taking it away? My grandpa died in this seat. Like, physically? No, emotionally. He watched the Rich Rod years. Tale as old as time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, that's the alternate theme song. What? What do you think... Beauty and the what? Big Ten East. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, that's a title. Hold up, that's a title. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to write it down, make sure I got it. Are there many stadiums that have the setup like this where everyone comes in the same way? No. Not anymore, right? No one no. does this anymore. I, I think Buffalo is the only pro stadium that does, but Buffalo's tunnel is... It's not a tunnel. It's an opening. It's very wide. The Rams uh, may have I, this one, but they don't play at the Coliseum anymore. But it's humongous. It's like big enough for the cars that they race in the NASCAR race that's at the Coliseum to go in. Well, it's like it's a Coliseum. I assume it's big enough to bring in lions and drafts and whatever. Well, yeah. and, and flood the bottom and do the, the ships. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. What is what is the Ivy Stadium that has the really awful tunnels? Is it Yale? It might be the I'm Yale I can't tell if it's Yale or Harvard. I feel like Yale's the one that's sunken, right? Yeah. I can't remember if Franklin Field has two entrances or one. They might only have one. Yeah, I mean, the where, old ones. The old ones. That's definitely. where Penn played. So. Can you imagine if they made if Clemson made the away team run down the hill too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like they have two tunnels. But shout out to the Toast Samboni, my favorite thing in the world. Sorry, what? what? Oh, you don't know about this? No. So Penn sings a song during their games where they say a toast to old Penn because they used to allow you to like bring champagne in, I guess. They don't anymore. So now people pelt the field with toast and they had to invent a way to easily remove the toast off the field. So they made a toast Zamboni. That's exactly- I love the Rocky right Horror Picture Show. That's, exa- that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I can't find it. I-, I know there's some stadium where like the teams have to duck to get into the tunnels because they're so fucking narrow. It's probably Yale that thing is sunken in yeah behold i have never told a lie on this podcast it was designed when the people were like five foot one so that is that is absolutely a toast samboni yep. oh my i love it <laughs> <laughs> is that like uh that's a pen logo done in like scotch tape yeah but say like i think i did someone did that with like acrylics oh yeah. that's like one of those machines that that like buff your your halls of the school or whatever and they, yeah, made, that made, it a, to pick up they made it a toast sucker. I yes. mean, the technical term for that is a floor Zamboni. And you cannot convince me otherwise. 
is it made by the Zamboni company or is it just a just a term because it looks like one? It has been genericized. My my regrets to the Zamboni company. So I was gonna say up here because uh, I I work in a lot of hockey arenas. The Olympia company, which makes most of the ice resurfacers now, are very touchy about that. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Oh, can you not call them Zambonis in front of that's the Olympia? that's the uh, genericized name of it? Mm. Ice I- resurfacer. I know that when I was still working at Penn, there was kind of an urban legend going on that the goalposts there are counterweighted because somebody ripped the goalposts down and Penn Engineering got real mad about it and over-engineered a solution. So, so if you hang on them, they just kind of swingy-swing back and forth. I love so that. if anybody knows if that is true, please get at us. I mean, Beth, I think that just means a sickos committee field trip. We got to go to a Penn game and rush the field. Absolutely. Uh, I f- actually found an answer for you guys. Among college football with single single access tun- tunnels to locker rooms are those at Michigan, Michigan State, Rutgers, and Stanford. That feels right. Wait, Michigan also- State has one? Weren't yeah. they the ones who were the loudest <laughs> complaining about it? They were the ones that had the fracas, yes. Uh, teams also enter and exit through the single tunnel at the Coliseum and mm-hmm. the Cotton Bowl. And then Buffalo, Detroit, and Kansas City. I didn't know De- Detroit. Detroit seems too new to have that. No, it's built in 2002, and then apparently they only have one tunnel. Go figure. Ran out of money. <laughs> yeah, happens. Happens to the best of us. I don't know if y'all have ever been to Ford Field or the area around it, but it actually like it looks super nice from the outside because it it's mostly underground. So it just looks like an a hockey arena or something. You don't expect it to be as big as it is because mm-hmm. most of it, like the field is like four stories underground. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like something in it. It's pretty cool. Tell us about some fun D three trophies. So, you know, it's the off season, so let's 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 do some weird stuff here. And I think let's one of weird. Our, our let's get weird. So hey, instead hey of doing everyone, this, let's get hey, weird. God, ah, <laughs> I have headphones on. Let's get, let's get weird, <laughs> man. It just oh, oh, our oh, listeners oh, have headphones oh, on. Oh, oh, oh. Don't, don't, so this car just three ASMR. Some car just oh. swerved. Yeah, someone <laughs> definitely just drove off the road. Uh, we are not liable for that. <laughs> Welcome to Merchant Marine Football. Future me, don't listen to this one at 5.30 in the morning, you'll die. <laughs> yeah, it, used to be Beth, it used to be Beth trying to get Beth out to off the road. So, Kamish, well, first off, let's say this. I know that a lot of our listeners are familiar with D3, but just to be specific, when we say D3 football, that is the third division of... Oh, God. The Webster's defines D3 football as... <laughs> First of all, we must ask, what is a Division Three? These are are non-scholarship schools. So these are lots of small liberal arts schools and or big schools that dropped football or whatever. Just football is not their thing. And usually- No Tomcats. Yeah. And usually they only have, there are some D3 schools that have D1 sports. Like one sport will be D1. No Carson Golden Knights. Usually it's ice ice hockey a lot of times. It's like the D1 Mm -hmm. school. But yeah, D3 are a lot of these like small liberal arts schools. They are- for some reason clustered a lot in like the Midwest. If you look at D like D what three clustering, it's a lot of Midwest. Iowa's got like 40,000 D three schools. It's crazy. <laughs> that kind of thing. Pennsylvania has like 40 dozen of them. There's <laughs> a, there's an enormous amount of them that are affiliated with the Lutheran church as well. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it was about the Lutheran church, but they're like, we will go forth and make a lot of very small c- colleges that could easily be mistaken for a motel six. Mm-hmm. So, Kamish, what are our, what are our trophies? Just looking through like all the Division Three trophies, and there are some weird ones out there. So, at Division Three, there's some strange 
history and a lot of these programs have been around for a long time and they've just never like you know gotten big enough or the, the cities that they're from or whatever the school is it's just a small town and there's really not any chance of big time football so there's there's a few that I have listed here and I've in our our Google Doc I've I've included some pictures of these trophies so the first one that I found which I think we've seen this before it is the Lefsey Bowl which Lefsey is, is apparently a, a traditional soft Norwegian flatbread uh, mm-hmm. the the game is between Concordia and St Olaf so That's you can kind of feel like you feel you feel the Minnesota coming out of you. You feel the the Saint Olaf school. Yeah, it's in Northfield, Minnesota. You can feel that coming. They play for something called the Troll Trophy. So if okay. you look at the Google Doc, just it, it oh is my. like it is so ugly... I love him. I want you to imagine Rizzo the Rat from the Muppets, and now I want you to take it back about three thousand generations to his Neanderthal ancestor long long in the past and that's pretty much what we're looking at right here with a walking stick i'm gonna need homefield to put this on a shirt very similar to the slippery rock one with pimp rock yes Uh, you're you're also gonna you're also gonna want a concordia mascot shirt just drop that in the discord guys oh my god it's corn they're the concordia cobbers it's the concordia cobbers so it's it's corn with like a chicago bear c or university of chicago c it has I, the I, juice. I, I see it does that. Have the I, juice. I, I immediately want to bevel that. I, are I you saying that. that? Are you saying that it's cobbering time? Ugh. His leaves are legs. Look at it. Like the shuck, the husk is legs. The Gosh, shuck. It's great. I, wow. Just it's, wow. Why isn't this great. Nebraska's mascot? What? Another, I must know. Just wearing a shirt but no pants. I have so many questions about the troll. Uh, he has a belt, but no shirt or pants. Mm-hmm. He has shells, he's, it looks like. He's got cow tools. He's got cow tools. <laughs> he has no cow tools. Does. And he, and he has this claimed is... the Cincinnati Reds for his own. Mm-hmm. That's right. That it's it's okay. definitely definitely a great trophy. That that may be the best one for St. Olaf, but they'll be... They'll be popping up a little bit down the line here. So the next one I have is called the Pinchon Saw Game. So that's it's a game between Springfield College and Western New England University. It's a standard trophy. Let's just say like, you know, your standard block football trophy. But there's a saw on the front of the trophy, <laughs> like an actual saw, it's like the like saw, it, like it, the handle saw. It does not look attached. It looks like someone has rested a saw on top of, like, a non-copyrighted football trophy. Oh, no, and it's it, attached. I mean, and it's... The best part is, like, there's no other part of this trophy that looks like it is made of even close to the same materials as yeah. the saw. Nothing matches it. No. <laughs> I just... This, this is, let me see if I can find the picture of the two guys holding it. The two if players. If you told they, me this was badly photoshopped, I would agree. Yeah, like it looks like I would do because like the lighting is—it just looks like the lighting doesn't match. Yeah, there we go. I'll, I'll put the, it looks the two like the kind of saw also where you could like if it was wider you could take it off and like musical saw it because it's yeah. like it's the kind that's that that trophy is a lot smaller than I thought. It, it looks was, even more photoshopped in this photo short. Yeah. Yes, it does. Like, oh I my can't, god, it, it does. <laughs> 
Two colleges aren't so gaslighting us. We're gonna say it is Sicko's canon that this trophy does not exist. These are two separate items, and they are screwing with us. Oh, is this like I, I, another picture of the the saw in the Discord? Like they're gaslighting looks us. Kinda, like it looks kind of attached. I can potentially <laughs> assign my father to investigate this further because my parents uh, live in the Springfield in, metro in this area. Picture, not only. Not only does the saw look photoshopped, but like the entire trophy looks photoshopped, and it looks like that trophy was not in that picture of the football player celebrating. It, how how are they holding it like that? that it has to weigh sense. like five pounds. It has to be light. incredibly light. Is it hollow? Probably. It uh, has to D3. be. Right? I, I'd it's like D3. to share. Kyle, if you're listening, please add Wait us a the weight of this trophy. Is this like an Amari Guichon like dessert play? Like this thing's actually <laughs> made of chocolate and cake. Mm-hmm. It's cake. It's cake. It's cake. So this was. I mean, made... the, the cutting implement is right there. We can test it you right cut now. It, you cut it with the saw if it's really there. So the 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 name of this game comes from uh, in 1994, Springfield graduate Bill Manchester, who was the head football coach at Nantucket High School. He named it, and uh, he won a hundred dollar a hundred dollar restaurant gift card for the answer for, for doing this. <laughs> there once was this a man is... from Nantucket. Exactly. Wait, when did that happen? 94. So this 94. is not an ancient okay. trophy. Just like, I'm like, oh my gosh, because if that happened like 100 years ago, a $100 gift card, you own the restaurant now. <laughs> this game is derived from city founder William Pinchon, who established Springfield in 1636 along with a company of six men from Roxbury for the purpose of establishing strategic trading and fur collecting posts. In 1940, <laughs> sorry, 1641, the town of Springfield, named in honor of Pinchon's English birthplace, was incorporated. Springfield became a city in 1832, saw as an acronym the first initial of both schools, Springfield and Western, S-A-W. Oh, that's what SAW means. Yes. And that's why it's all capitalized. That makes sense. So, <laughs> Next one. Do you want to play a game? No. Okay. Oh, God, uh, no. <laughs> okay. A whole, a whole other it's, SAW trophy. A whole other SAW trophy. <laughs> that's, a different saw. that's a different <laughs> SAW game. But yes. So in like Division One, there's a bunch of different buckets. Like you, you, you. There's a trophy. That's a bucket. There's a jug. There's, a, there's this one. It's a little brown bucket. So this one is just like, it's between Dickinson and Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. It's just a little brown bucket. It's so tiny. It's it's small. It's ridiculous. It has, like metal, for like the winners, and it's engraved on it. But the bucket looks incredibly old. Like somebody was using this in a barn in like the 1700s but they they put metal just to, to hold this thing together is there is there a flint striker on the top of that like it's an old-timey blunderbuss probably I, can't tell if that's the, I think it's just the handle okay. i think it's just the handle on yeah. the other side it is the handle i'm looking at a page on dickinson's website about the history of this um, fun fact, there were accusations back in the day that, uh, Dickinson was playing, paying players. Um, mm-hmm. oh. so that's fun. <laughs> NIL uh, getting out of hand. Yeah. NIL, Division three paying players, no scholarship for you, but we will just give you money directly. Mm-hmm. All I can think of when I look at this is, uh, mom, can we stop for Michigan, Minnesota? We have Michigan, Minnesota at home. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's about right. Oh my gosh, the Dickinson students walked to Mount Mount Holly Springs and then got on the train to Gettysburg. That's incredible. <laughs> my dad is a Dickinson alum, and let me just say that that tracks. <laughs> Amazing. So we have another bucket. So this one is the, the paint bucket. It's between Hamline and, um, I can't even say it, Macalester? Malkester? Yeah, isn't that in um, Minnesota? Mal- 
McAllister. McAllister. Yeah. Sure, let's go with that, McAllister. What is wrong with me? But <laughs> it's like, an oh, actual. This is my favorite it's, one. It's it's, it's I, an actual, like bucket, like just silver bucket, and they painted it with their logos on it. Like that's how. It's just so like, plain. It's beautiful. The, the little brown bucket is ornamental. This is a bucket. The best part about this bucket is that they have painted the scores of the games onto here. And in the picture that we have in here, you can tell the exact moment when the kid with the good handwriting graduated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks more serial killer after the... Oh, like, yeah. Graduated. Like, 2005, oh, yeah, was... 54, nothing. <laughs> we all... really killed them. Yeah, they're all blowing winds. It looks like the scrawlings of a madman. 52 to 7. Yeah, that doesn't look great. That's 75 Wait, to 20. 75 Oof. to 20? Wow, 2004. That was nuts. So this Ham- game is the the Hamlin Hamline Pipers versus the McAllister Scots. Judging by right. the uh, paintings on this bucket, I, the Scots appear to have not won very recently. Are those... No. so? So, question: Are those those are, are those the actual like logo style letters? Do, are these two schools that literally chose the exact same font? It, no, it I think that's that just. I, no, I think I no, I think that's just for the bucket's sake. Oh, okay, oh, just, just for the bucket's sake. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this yeah. is absolutely just a bucket. Just a bucket. I'm trying it's, to find it's such a if, bucket. I'm trying to find if like this bucket. It's called the paint bucket, which it's you know just what the paint bucket. That's it. It is what it is. It's over there. I'm not going to sit here and say that any part of that trophy is photoshopped. That trophy is a thing that exists in the world. It's not like a saw that is superimposed on stuff. I don't think this is in a trophy case. I think it's just over there. Yeah, it it feels like like it's on someone's table. I feel like when they first played, they decided to have a trophy and they were looking for something. And then they went out to the shed uh, and they found the paint bucket where like the guy used to like paint the grass for the end zone. And there was like, hey, we can play for this. And that was it. That was the trophy. Yeah, I bet they don't have one of these guys. <laughs> Apparently, this is, this is one of the longer D3 rivalry games and it has is. been played since, quote, the Grover Cleveland administration. But I ask you, which, <laughs> which one? They play this in St. Paul. Is it the first or second? Grover? Do we know? I didn't get, the, didn't get that far. Amazing. This looks like yeah. an, old, an old picture of the bucket because it doesn't have McAllister, uh This... McAllister. Why are we saying? Oh my god! <laughs> no, because I'm because br- brutalizing. We're gonna call McAllister. <laughs> I genuinely think it's. I genuinely think it's McAllister, but McAllister. Um, let's because they're, the, they're the McAllister Scots. That would make sense. Our, our off-season pronunciation episode is going to be nine hours long. <laughs> it does. It does so, specify on their Wikipedia page that it's McAllister. Okay, oh, okay. so th- yeah. this. But the dates on this, the photos, the photo of this bucket with the dates painted on it, it dates it because this had to be after the 2010 game because it doesn't have any of McAllister's wins on it, which they hadn't won. They were on like a 20 game losing streak and then they won in 2011, went on a three game losing streak, three game losing streak or three game winning streak, three game losing streak, two game winning streak, lost one. And they're on a two game winning streak now. So McAllister has probably got a couple more dates and scores painted on there now. I wonder if they got the kid with the good handwriting to do it. Yeah, he transferred. <laughs> yeah, switch oh. schools. To, Mich- to Dickinson, because they were paying him. That's right. <clears throat> okay, next one, Kamesh. All right. This one is, is it's just a straight-up rocking chair. Yeah, I know this. I know this one. <laughs> this like one is fun. Trophies. It's very practical trophy. Um, this one is, is the... Uh, I forgot. I'm, I'm scrolling for the name. I should have typed it in here, but it is a rocking chair. They have a name for it. 
And it is the Mac Jack Rocking Chair. And the name of the game is the Old Rocking Chair Classic between mm-hmm. Hamilton and Middlebury. Yeah, Middlebury. That's right. Hamilton has like 1,200 students. The thing that I appreciate oh, yeah, about yeah. this rocking chair is that it looks very much like the Hitchcock chairs that my grandparents, who are very, very New England, had around their dining room table. I have two of them, actually, sitting about 10 feet away from me. This is just that chair, but with, with rockers instead of normal legs. And a plaque. And a plaque. The trophy just seems, it seems so delicate. Like, if you, you can't really celebrate with it. Like, if you celebrate too too far, you, you broke the rocking chair. Judging by this picture, I genuinely can't tell if the plaque is attached to the chair or not. Oh, no, it's another saw situation. Oh, God. <laughs> you say saw situation, and I'm just judging. now sit in the rocking chair. Now sit in the rocking chair and try not to break it. Put this paint bucket on your head. It looks like they have the Ten Commandments in front of that chair. It does. <laughs> it's, it's a great plaque. Five of them, at least. Thou shall not fumble. <laughs> Thou shall not break the chair. And God, the Lord came down from above and said, fuck Middlebury. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So St. Olaf is back yeah. with the GOAT trophy. The, the GOAT it's, trophy. It's, 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 it's Carrollton or Carlton versus St. Olaf. It is the GOAT trophy that is doing like the hear no evil face, I would say, because <laughs> it's got its, it's got its. Who's behind its ears? So I don't know. I, I don't know. I love Two it. other parts with the like, see no evil, <laughs> hear no evil. Commissioner, I genuinely goat think zooted? this is pronounced goatrophy. Goatrophy. The, the goat is zooted. Why is the goat zooted? Yeah. <laughs> the goat's on that Western Michigan mascot shit. <laughs> yeah. The goat was too busy listening to St. Olaf's choir, and that's how it feels now. Ouch. Renee Colossus for life. I'm coming Ouch. for you, St. Oh Olaf. That's. That's the biggest fighting words you could throw at St. Olaf. Holy shit, Beth. God. <laughs> what? They have, a, they have a very good choir and like uh, relig- uh, religious music program. Concordium's Ooh. better. Fight me. Jesus Christ. Oh. We're going to have to get, we're gonna get this. Canceled. We're going to have to cut this so we don't get fucking burned down by angry Minnesota Lutherans. I just make the photo in the We've angered Minnesota like with with McAllister. Uh, now we're McAllister. It's so many fucking Lutheran schools. You're right, Beth. We're just we're just hitting all the Lutheran schools tonight. <laughs> Minnesota is going to be so mad at us. We've just angered an entire state. They're going to pretend they're not angry though. So see, uh, like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, I'm okay. There, there are a bunch of Lutheran like college choir competitions, and like I'm just saying, I, I know There's what I I know what I heard Saint Olaf. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, Jesus Christ, Beth! Woo! Woo! Jordan, can we get the uh, can we get like the boom sound effect after every Beth yeah. soundbite there? The bing, 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 bing. Uh, I'm I'm gonna read a little bit about this goat. Uh, first off, this is the from this is from the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder, and this is by Charles Hallman. The goat trophy has been played for, for well, this rivalry is 106 years old. They're both in the same town. The two schools together make up, a, make up about a fourth of the town's population of 20,000. <laughs> okay. Legend has it that the St. Olaf student in 1914 fashioned a makeshift goat out of a chair and hung it from the school gym rafters oh. to goat, in quotes, the visiting Carlton players. I have no clue what goat in that, I have no clue what goat in that goat? context means. Goat? Goat? 
This is the original $5 bits of broken chair trophy. Yes, it is. (laughs) But it's also combined with, like, I mean, remember, like, this is a super Scandinavian area. Like, this is is the straw goat. Like, this is our straw goat. I'm so excited. Oh, our our gavel bucking. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, does does Carlton burn this goat down? It would be so good. God, that'd be good. Was there anything more to this? This is different kind of Scandinavian. Saint Ol- Saint Olaf would do it if they were really about it. Let's continue, Jordan, with the story. <laughs> well, that's that. That's really it. Oh, basically, well, it. okay. Basically, it is the like we got your goat trophy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I love that we like. I don't think anyone knew this going in that we were just teeing up Beth to take a hundred percent shots at this one small Lutheran school. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm gonna have to bleep some of this out. I have I, I know people there, Beth. They might come after me. I'm not safe anymore with that shit you're saying. Hang on. Just just to give us some clean, like so Jordan can bleep it. Beth, give us like a solid thirty seconds of your unadulterated opinions of Saint Olaf. <laughs> I think we already got him. Yeah, that's, that's nothing different there. Yeah, like you guys are practically Missouri Synod. I have no idea what you think you're doing out here. What the fuck are you saying? Oh my god. Now now I'm gonna got the Missouri Synod people after Oh no, and they're no. No, no, I'm beeping all of this. God, this is not usable. Leave it this in. This is not usable. God. Leave it in. I don't know what's going on. Let's start some Jesus drama. Christ. with Fine. Come, come at me. Teal College forever. Oh my yeah. God. I, I'm just a messy bitch who loves drama. I'm just like, all right, Beth, what else you got? God, this is messy, messy Lutheran drama. I can't. Oh my God. I didn't Anyways, realize next. The, the next. Three. Okay, next. Oh, God, we'll, we'll God, go. border, border claw battle, please. God, that's right. We're gonna we're gonna go down south. These are Baptists. It's back, fine. Back to Louisiana. Is it? So, are Baptists. They're much calmer. They're much <laughs> <easier. Are> they? <laughs> Sure. As I know, yes, this is fine. All right. So this one is the border oh. battle claw between Louisiana College and East Texas Baptist University. Can this thing this is, is the funniest picture I've ever seen. This is this thing is huge. It's 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 it, on a seatbelt, um, strapped <laughs> in a seatbelt. Just strapped in, strapped in, because you know that's how serious that trophy is. Uh, I believe Louisiana College is in Alexandria. I am not a hundred percent sure, but I leave so. Um, <laughs> it's in Pineville. On. I just, I love the, like, the expression the hand is, the disembodied <laughs> paw is making also, because it's like, like, they're strapped into its seatbelt, like, it's like, father help, <laughs> I am trapped, I have That's no right. thumb, I cannot unbuckle. <laughs> I'm so lost. <laughs> do, not leave, do not leave your border, ba- border battle claw in a hot car. <laughs> the, the, real, the weird thing about this, like Pineville, which is right next to Alexandria, just basically across the river, um, it's the border battle claw, which is strange. Like Alexandria is in the direct middle of Louisiana. It is nowhere near any border in the state of Louisiana at all. Like nothing. It is just dead center of the boot of Louisiana. And that's where Pineville is. And then East Texas Baptist University the border battle claw, I don't really know what the meaning uh, between these two, but it is just just a giant paw. Uh, yes, the, the guy with the rusted flag. It's ridiculous. It's a great trophy. It's just so ridiculously silly. We'll definitely have to throw some images out when we go with the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, this, this is the picture that needs to go up with the podcast. Oh, yeah. Either, either this or the troll. 
That's it. Like it looks like if you didn't strap it in, it was going to do like the lucky cat thing. Oh, yeah, this is this is the hand of the largest, the world's largest Maneki Neko. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was gonna say, are, do Louisiana college fans go in the crowd and go, yeah, yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, next one, Kamesh. This one I just found really funny. Um, this is the maple sap <laughs> bucket. I love this one. Practical it's a, again. It's a Vermont college battle, which makes a whole lot of sense. And it, it just really honestly looks like a maple sack bucket that's incredibly rusted. I, uh, I think it literally is. It looks like they took it stri- They just took the branch off with the sap bucket so, still in. Still the bottom is like, a tr- hey, well, Fine, we'll play for this. <laughs> so this is Castleton versus Norwich. This so, is Castleton Stadium we're looking at, and there's trees in the background. It looks like straight up they just took it off the trees right next to the stadium. Um, listeners, you can't see this, but right now, it, so this is a bucket that is attached to a branch, and then that branch is then affixed to what appears to be yet another tree part. A stump. It's, yeah, trees, it's, and, just, it's trees and trees and trees. And the yeah. hole in the bog and the bog down in the valley Mm-hmm. I, I just want to believe, like, these trophies that these are, like, something like, hey, we play each other, we're rivals. We need to play for something. We need to have some sort of trophy. And they just mm-hmm. find whatever's nearest to the stadium. It's over there. Yep. And they, hey, okay, the paint bucket in the shed. This one's like, hey, there's a maple bucket. Oh, yeah. This is very <laughs> this much is like, like, this is this is the 67th round of I Spy, and they just want the game to be over. It's like, I Spy, I don't know, that thing. We did it. We <laughs> found it, guys. <laughs> okay, what else we got? All right. So let's see here. Th- this one is just called the Book of Knowledge. <laughs> I don't want what? any. I don't even want to know who plays in this. Uh, it's just the Book of Knowledge. It's it's, it's Carlton. Chicago. It's Carlton versus McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> McAllister, but yes. Still. The the Carlton players who have won the trophy here look like they've just read from the Book of Knowledge, and it's caused them to go insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that a book or is it just a block of wood with plaque things on it? Uh, it it kind of looks like wood. a plaque, but it, it I don't I, I couldn't get like a picture like actually you can open the book, but it it, it looks very plaque sculpted. Yeah. The Miax but... article on this is not helpful. No. They call you the game the, they call the game the Brain Bowl. So that's yes. something I guess. Yes. Hey, I, hey Ivy League, how do you feel with that? That's bullshit. This feels like aggressively quiz bowl, and it's not, and that's very weird to me. That's right. We just won a football game with our muscles. We just get the book of knowledge. Yeah, why, is, why isn't the Learned League trophy the book of knowledge? Yeah, anyway, it's just a scarf for Learned League. It's hard to wear the book of knowledge. True. It is. Not impossible, though. Uh, Carlton leads the overall series against McAllister 53 to 13 to 1. And they one, we call that a, we call that a one-sided rivalry. McAllister, but okay. Macalester. Maybe they're gonna go by that to to improve the rivalry instead of McAllister. We've angered Minnesota so mad. They're gonna be so angry and silent with us. Like we're do you, do you we're, think we're not gonna there's do anything gonna be, wrong. There's gonna be some Minnesota Lutherans who see the show notes and they'll see we talk about Division Three rivalry trophies. They'll be like, "We got this. We're all in." And then you either get McAllister fans who are mad, or you get St. Olaf fans who have shot me with a gun at this point. Just this so, so much St. Olaf slander. Oh my god! It was, it's, I didn't realize we we're going to slander so much. 
No, what is true? What is this next picture, Kamesh? This game is called the Cranberry Bowl. It is between Bridgewater State and Massachusetts Maritime, and they play for something called the Scoop. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, Scoop. There it is. Uh, truth in advertising, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's a it's like a cranberry straight off of it's a cranberry straight it's, off of a machine. It seriously seems like that's why I love all these D three trophies. I found the ones where they just had something lying around. Let's play for this. <laughs> Seriously, it's it's absolutely ridiculous that every time you look at something like this for these D three trophies, they're just they're hilarious. Like I mean, you could go through another one that I didn't go through. Um, you know, one oh, we'll is come just ba- like we'll come back to this. We'll come back to even, more, yes. Big girls even found something another good one that we'll we'll come back to. There is a wealth of stuff in this. I just oh, want yeah. to take a moment to remind everybody that I live about twenty minutes from Dickinson, and some of these can be investigated in person. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. yeah I'll I'll I'll, I'll let I'll let Pick Girl go into it later. But she has found a Conestoga wagon trophy. Yeah, we absolutely have to. We absolutely have to double check. Yeah right. the the scoop looks like the snort uh, bucket from Are You My Mother. That's a deep cut. Yes, it does. Shout out to PD Eastman. S- <laughs> surprise! When you type in the cranberry bowl into Google, you get lots of bowls of cranberries. <laughs> not a whole lot of football. Yeah. No, that's why I had to search by the scoop. <laughs> and and I, I got a lot of ice cream scoops, but like, <laughs> but I was yeah. able to like I had to plug in like Matt's Maritime, and I had to, I had to plug in the scoop. If you search the cranberry scoop, it does bring up things that look like this. Yes. No, it's it's very functional. I think we definitely this is also another offseason project. Find some of our favorite D three schools combinations, and then if they don't have trophies, find a very practical thing just based on what's <laughs> sitting around you in your room at the time. What exactly. could be there? Like like the like the half used black sharpie would be a great a great <laughs> trophy. Cranberry bogs at this point are very high up in my list of like things that are nightmares that I never ever 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 want to see. Since Why? reading so I was reading a thing about uh, about a cranberry bog owner who was looking for workers and he's like, You have to explain to people like he's like part of my interview process is asking, Are you afraid of spiders? Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> because when you're in there and you're going to harvest the cranberries, like they start flooding the bogs and the spiders go to the highest point they can find. Oh no. Oh no. Which is you. No. Oh no. 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 That is no. a no for me, dog. No. Absolutely and not. I would duct tape yeah, if, my sleeves like, and my gloves. Oh. And just, oh. I would lay down and drown on purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess this is okay, just where I die. Are these poisonous spiders? Nope. I just got to well, die here they, now. They didn't show that in those ocean spray commercials. <laughs> no, they cut that part. <laughs> surprise, surprise. That's because they're climbing the cameraman. Yes. <laughs> covered in spiders. So, uh, by the way, to follow this rule, uh, Finlandia and Martin Luther play for the Xbox One controller. There we go. Perfect. We will Perfect. find... We're going to find some great just shit that's around. Uh, how is our... Well, first off, I got to put in the basketball. Because that worked that last time. Cut. I appreciate did it. You like, I like, did you also cut, I like, like when, when I, I cut over your other I, ones too? Yeah, I like that. I like when I just ask you to do something and you're like, okay, and then you immediately do it. So instead, <laughs> of, instead of like cutting me asking to do this, you're no. just like, no, I'm going to like... I'm going to leave this in 
Commissioner. Or, me, or, or, or cutting, or me cutting out the, okay. Okay, yeah, I'll yeah, do it. Okay, they like, cut okay, straight okay. to the thing. Wait, you can just do that? We, we can ask for Jordan to cut in anything? Yeah, sure. I cut in whatever. Can you cut in, like, damn son, where'd you find this right now? Yeah, sure. Done. All right, cool. <laughs> So I'll cut it. I'll cut in the basketball. Basketball. How did? How is the Sickos committee basketball poll going so far? It's going good. We're having a lot of entries and in a lot of differentiation, which is great, which is is fantastic, and that's what I really want. We have the poll going starting today, Tuesday, and then we're gonna have it going through Sunday. So there'll be a lot of. Uh, plugging while you're watching the games so i think we got more responses already today than we had for our preseason poll which was rather rushed and in the middle of football season so this one's going to get a little bit more and this is kind of like the preseason um i i believe the birds with teeth uh are are likely going to be our number one team Mm -hmm. um they they may dethrone our champions of iupui um you know you know the hoyas winning a game in the Big East, That'll may derail it. their chances of being the Sticko's number one team, but they could still wind up being a one seed because you know if they finish fourth in the poll, we're going to do projections. We're going to do the projections of the field of sixty-eight, uh, showing the first four in. We're going to do Sicko's bracketology. I gotta so get my brackets back that out. Going. That's right. Damn. That's right. Get, we're going to bracket everything out. again. It's going to be great. Looking forward to this fun basketball action. Get your votes in when you can. I still haven't voted, so I am talking to myself now to get my uh, votes in. I just want to take a second to jump back to the birds with teeth. And oh, yeah. I'm pleased to inform everybody that they are number 297 in Ken Palm, which puts them below Chicago State. Except for the above anybody? Who fucking they won. won. Chicago, Chicago State won. State won. They, right. beat, they beat in more birds with teeth. They beat Coastal. Hell yeah. On the At road. Coastal. That was... Oh, that was so good. We're so happy for them. I I don't think I know how many Division One college basketball teams there are. You said two ninety seven. I'm like, that's got to be last. No, it's right? like three twenty something. It's yeah, it's three Just something. Three sixty three, right? Jesus, I think so. Is that yeah, right? Mm-hmm. How do you think you get a okay, job perfect. as bird mascot dentist? <laughs> you go to bird mascot dental school. Yeah, that's reasonable. Ask, ask, ask me tough question. That's yeah. the answer. That's the answer. <laughs> okay, so Chicago State beat. Coastal at Coastal. Now they're traveling to clear across the country to play at Stanford tomorrow. <laughs> My God. Why? What you have to do when you're uh, independent. not in the conference. Yeah. Oh, they're independent? They're not in the conference? Yeah. Yeah, they're there was oh, like okay. only three basketball independents, right? Two. Wow. Yep. Just um, it's, just it's, play the same thing, the same team three or four times. It worked in the, in the olden yeah. times. It worked times they playing Hartford this year. Playing Hartford twice this year, but in some I mean, last year they played them three times. I think genuinely, like when you. So I know this because of it was an issue in women's hockey recently, where all the independents joined one conference to try and get an auto bid. You need five teams in hockey. I don't know how many is in basketball to get an auto bid, no matter what. So I'm just um, saying, Chicago State. Like you can find three suckers from D two to come up, right? That that's the problem is that no one wants to move at this point. Yeah, because they don't want to bump up. Because a lot of them don't want to bump up football teams or whatever else they have. Uh, what Ferris State? Come on, yeah. Simon Fraser. Oh God, Simon Fraser. We'll see if they even survive and if the football team survives in America. I'm, I I've got a feeling they're going to end up in U sport eventually, but we'll see. I, I will. I don't think that's going to happen. I will say the one thing with Simon Fraser is the one thing that might save them. 
mm-hmm. in the NCAA is they're thinking about switching their hockey team from the BCIHL, which is like a pseudo club league, to uh, NCAA. That would, mm. I think that would save them. That would, because that would put, in, they'd be in at least in a ballpark with some other teams. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, any other, any fun basketball stuff you want to talk about? Um, we just touched on Chicago State. Uh, Virginia Tech got their second ACC win yesterday against some team called Duke. I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody's heard of that. <laughs> Poverty team. Poverty team. Hey, don't, um, don't talk. Duke actually follows the sickos. Oh, uh, never mind. Shit, that's CBB. right. Never mind. I'll come oh, yeah. The one that's in the dock here is the double overtime game from last night. Uh, Nevada beat New Mexico, who was ranked 25. Um, it, it was a really fun game. It was very back and forth. And uh, it was tied with like 10 seconds left. And there was a flagrant foul called. And that cost New Mexico the game, basically. They might have closed the Mountain West Circle. I'll have to double check after I get off here. That might have closed the Mountain West Circle. And today, I don't know if anything particularly sicko happened except Georgetown. Yeah, Hoya fucking yeah, Saxa. And I think it's time to talk to your your kids about top five seed Rutgers in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> and uh, man, money, the girl's uh, face just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I can't think of. I can think of only very few things that I would like to talk about. My talk to my non-existent kids about less. Pick girl, right, do you want to talk I, to I, my I, kid about top five? I'll bring my kid in and let you give you a chance to talk to him about five seed Rutgers. I'm good, thank you. Seriously, I mean, Jersey we, Mike's. We just... Oh yeah, it's it's Jersey Mike's Arena. I had Jersey Mike's Seriously. for dinner. That's crazy. Rutgers is twelve and two in the Jersey Mike's Arena. It is a hostile place to play. What are we going to call it? Way. Call it the call it the 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 the, the Capicola Palace. Call it the. Help me here. I'm bork shopping. Bowl of turkey. No, you could just you, you use the palace. It's the prosciutto palace. Oh, there we go. Prosciutto palace. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I was so, going to say Rutgers five seed. Just like every year, everyone, there's always a trendy 12 seed upset that we, that everyone likes to pick. I'm just saying. I'm just whoever the 12 for, seed ends up with Rutgers. I'm rooting for Nebraska ball NIT. That's what I want. They're 10 and 10. Let's do it. Nebraska ball NIT. Uh, I don't think that there's anything else. We discussed Georgetown at the beginning of the podcast. The only other one is uh, mid-major level, Maction. Maction. Uh, Mac- 43 points, and his team still lost. God. They're 4-16. 29 straight, and his team still lost. Oh, this was, this was actual Maction and not ma- uh, action, not right? Action, no. Okay. Yeah. That occurs on they they play Friday Sunday because you know they're no, very me action is different yeah. than ma action than is different than maction is regular maction the nection which is I was North literally East about to say nection yep. nection <laughs> yeah which uh, is filmed let the sometimes. band play nection which is different <laughs> than cut to day I'm still work I'm still working on how we're going to say Conference USA Tuesdays with the letters yeah. cut in there. But it's Tuesday. I thought you were, were going to do CU's day or <laughs> something Tuesday. like that. No, but no, but I, but I, I, I cut all the letters in. So it's C2, C-T-U-S. I forgot. Oh, fuck it. Anyways. No, that's, that's are you telling me that we're trusting Jordan to figure out how to pronounce something? <laughs> hey, it's, I've messed up Macalester all the time. So I'm sorry. Again, I'm saying it wrong on purpose. <laughs> this is the, this is the Northerner's revenge for, for mobile. St. Olaf's. That's right. St. Olaf's. <laughs> God. We, we've angered Minnesota so much. We've angered Minnesota so much. 
It's great. They had a ham line. Hey, is Saint Olaf the the where the character from like Golden Girls was from? Or yeah, something? it's Rosen it's, Island. Yes, yeah, so there you go. Yeah, so Saint Olaf representative sample. That's right. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! So well, bad. everyone, this was definitely an episode. Yeah. Welcome we to the see. off season, folks. Welcome to the off season. We're going to do more of this fun stuff, and we no, will we're not. This is the last episode after we get canceled by. By Big St. Olaf. Minnesota, yeah. To yeah, canceled. absolutely. Listen, comes hey, after us. hey, listen. If you can produce one more hit than you than you can in 1912 from F. Elias Chris Johnson writing Beautiful Savior, like, you haven't done a single thing since, guys. 